Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for September the 1st in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is indeed our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America. That is our guide. That is the blueprint. And we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers Board of the Peaceful Restorative Solutions. We still have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. A quick recap of yesterday. The first hour was easy. Simple, but quite detailed. My headline for it is very simple. Sam recaps news from the last several days. Provides riveting commentary along the way. So there you have that. We talked about several news pieces. Uh, Primarily how out of touch Joe Biden is. How out of control and belligerent the FBI is in the Justice Department. And that we the people are standing up for God, family, and country. We're standing up for the protection of life, liberty, and property. And they call us domestic threat terrorists while they let the border leak like a sieve. Not to mention the CDC has had to recant on vaccinations and admit we were right all along. Put all that together. That's the summary of the last several days. Recapped yesterday. But second hour was killer. We had on our guest Dr. Lyle Rapaki. And Dr. Rapaki is a, quote, private sector intelligence, behavior, analysis, and threat assessment specialist. ArizonaToday.com. That's Arizona, the number two, the word day, ArizonaToday.com. And uh, that's where you go to learn more about Lyle. But Lyle earned a bachelor's degree in political science and a master's degree in counseling from Northern Arizona University. He also earned his doctorate his doctorate from Clayton College of Natural Medicine, specializing in the treatment of psychological disorders. So I was kind of thinking maybe that Lyle could treat Joe. What do you think, ladies and gentlemen? He holds a post-doctorate. They call it diplomat or diplomat and forensic counseling. He also has another in behavioral psychotherapy. Dr. Uh, Rapaki taught in the Criminal Trust Justice Department at Wayland Baptist University on the Phoenix campus there. He also was at Grand Canyon University where he also held the position of uh, director for the Public Safety Administration of Homeland Security. So he didn't really work for Homeland Security, but he um, you know, was kind of a liaison. I'm not sure exactly what you call it, but there you go. A very credentialed gentleman. And we talked about once unthinkable Democrats now see narrow path to keeping the House. And I believe it's actually true. If Republicans don't go on a fence and start talking about the real talking points that matter to we the people, they could squander a wonderful opportunity. Um, Ilad Hakim wrote the uh, or Hakim wrote the article about this in uh, 
the new American magazine. But I'm convinced it's correct. If we don't get it together, there's not a dime of difference between the Republicans and the Democrats, okay? The Democrats uh, are evil. The Republicans pretend they're not evil. Larry Klayman, for example, says, help us indict. Try and convict Biden, the Attorney General Garland, and FBI Director Ray. What for? Over illegal raid on Trump's home. See, Larry Klayman talking truth to power. Larry Klayman focusing on what matters most. But the Republicans are like, oh, ain't that awful that that Donald got raided by the FBI. Golly, the FBI's unprecedented. Golly, the FBI's, oh, they're, they're, they're mean. Uh, please donate to my campaign. If I get elected, I promise I'll go after the FBI. I'll put people on the witness stand and, you know, they'll have to talk. See, that's not the kind of focus we need. Mitch McConnell, other insiders, that's not the kind of commentary we need. We need more like Larry Clayman. We need more like the good Sheriff Richard Mack, former Sheriff of Graham County, Arizona, the guy that beat Bill Clinton at the Supreme Court. He said this, weaponization of the FBI not new must be stopped. That's on an Alex Newman video from the New American with Sheriff Richard Mack doing a phenomenal job. But this is where we need hard-hitting talk, okay? My good friend Gary Aldridge of yesterday, we used to have him on the radio all the time, he wrote a book. Unlimited access, an FBI's agent inside the Clinton White House, and he documented how abusive and wrong and criminal the FBI has really become. He quit because the FBI was too criminal. You know that? He couldn't take it anymore. Mark Zuckerberg said in a recent episode of the Joe Rogan Experience broadcast that, hey, Facebook reduced the reach of social media posts that talked about Hunter Biden's laptop. You want to know why? Because the FBI literally told them to. Then the FBI says, well, we didn't really specifically tell you to. Well, Facebook got an advisory from the FBI to be on guard for Russian disinformation ahead of the presidential elections. Now, critics like me are accusing the FBI of engaging in election interference, ladies and gentlemen. Congressman Jim Jordan said the FBI who lied about the Russian collusion raided President Trump's home. They asked Facebook to manipulate its feeds to bury the Hunter Biden story, folks. Think about that. The FBI warning, by the way, comes with guns and the risk of federal enforcement. So when the FBI is trying to say, oh, Mark, we didn't really tell you that boldly. Yeah, you did. Mark's not stupid. He knows that the FBI can come with guns and everything else. Folks, bottom line is when you promote the Russian story and the FBI's at the center of it, and when you then find out that story's a lie and a hoax, there's the FBI in bed with the Justice Department in bed with Facebook and Twitter peddling the big lie, promoting the Russia hoax, and then downplaying or spiking the Hunter Biden slash Joe Biden stories. It's flat-out election fraud, ladies and gentlemen, if you ask my opinion. It really is. It is out of control, ladies and gentlemen. Totally out of control. All right, call evil, evil, good, secret weapon to, quote, seduce and mesmerize Americans. David Capillion, WND.com, with a great whistleblower magazine article. 
He's highlighting what I've been speaking about for literally years on the radio now. Kirk Crosby and many others with me have highlighted this. You know what they call good, evil, and evil, good. It's the redefining of words that they do. You can't even define the word woman now to make the point. Yeah. Now, Elon Musk is citing a whistleblower as new reason to exit the Twitter deal. This is interesting indeed because, um, you know, Elon offered 44 bill for the company. Then they told him, hey, we don't really have very many fake accounts. Elon said, I think you have more. I need the whole story. They said, no. Elon said, well, if you say no, then I'm going to back out of the deal. Then they said, wait a minute, hold on. Then they sued Elon. He sued them. Who knows who, what? And now the bottom line is it's all a battle over how many fake accounts does Twitter really have. Meanwhile, Twitter starting to tank and become yesteryear fallout media, melting down as uh, Elon Musk battles with Twitter. Who will be right? Who will be wrong? I don't know. My guess is that uh, Elon Musk will probably end up with Twitter at a very discounted price uh, if we're not very careful indeed. Uh, I don't know if he'll be able to back away. Either way, though, the company is mortally wounded, in my opinion, as Truth Social and other media organizations start to do better uh, than Twitter. You could say, well, Sam, Twitter has way more followers than, uh, than Truth Social does. How do you know? Isn't that what the battle in court's about? And if you know, then you should update the court because the court doesn't know. Elon doesn't know. The Twitter board doesn't know. But you somehow know. Don't don't tell me that. Well, Sam, we just know they have way more than true social. Uh-huh. And you don't know how many of those are fake? How many of them are real? You don't know how many of them are run by the FBI, do you? No, you don't. So don't act like you know. And don't act like you have the moral high ground because you're lying. Okay, the truth is, ladies and gentlemen, uh, they've been running criminal enterprises and controlling the media for way, way, way too long. The media is in bed with the FBI, the Justice Department, the CIA, and has been for quite some time. Operation Mockingbird highlights that from yesteryear. And modern day, you can see it in your face when Mark Zuckerberg literally admits the FBI came to him and said, Hey, there's Russian disinformation out there. You better go ahead and, um, you know, um, Hunter Biden's story, uh, you know, squash that. Uh, the dossier, promote that. Uh, oh, we didn't tamper with elections. Y- yeah, you did. Okay, you use the mainstream, new media, big tech, whatever you want to call it, um, for your bidding, government. And shame on you for doing it. But the criminals should be in jail. I don't know if you can call Mark Zuckerberg on this one a criminal. Uh, because, hey, the FBI does come with guns, don't you know? I mean, they literally murdered Vicki Weaver with a baby in her arms when she was unarmed, right? From hundreds of yards away using a sniper rifle. Wow. See, that's the kind of stuff we're talking about. But, folks, we got to really understand who's who and what's what. We better start to pay attention. Americans better understand that their government uh, has significant rogue elements in it that have just gone absolutely psychotic. And they must be stopped. They absolutely must be stopped. Who? The rogue elements in government. The mass majority of good people need to stand up, whistleblow, be accountable, and do it now. I got a whole lot more, ladies and gentlemen. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live.
There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, the shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules. Join the special virtual premiere and Q&A on May 7th. Get your tickets now. Available only at 2000mules.com. 2000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. refuse to use you are listening to the liberty roundtable radio talk show all right back with you live ladies and gentlemen sam bushman on your radio we'd like to welcome back brian rest restcreditgift.com and kelly finnegan senior um chemist joins us on air i think of senior chemist and i kind of think wow maybe we ought to have that guy somehow create some formulation to, to save us all from uh, the psychosis going on in the country. I don't know if that Kelly, can you do that, my friend? Yeah, I think it's called Soma. You can read about it in Brave New World. <laughs> Isn't that a psychotic <laughs> drug that makes you go kind of psychotic and you're half asleep and you run around yeah, on drugs it's, and don't it's, realize it's it? Like the, it's the blue pill. It just makes you not care about anything. Well, wait a minute. I want to <laughs> care. I, I, I didn't say don't make me not care. I, well, then I, you want the red pill. Oh, yeah, good. <laughs> All right, there you have it. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you. And it is interesting that the Soma is shown as a blue pill. That's wild. Yeah, very, maybe it's by intention. Maybe it's to mock the rest of us, huh? Makes you kind of wonder. Welcome, Brian. Hey, how you doing? I'm, I'm doing I, great, I, sir. I've been taking honey. I've been taking honey forever. I thought that was the, the save all uh medication but, maybe uh, that's right maybe we should talk do raw Kurt. honey so everybody else is on like ambion and soma and what's that stuff fentanyl going across the border brian's on honey yeah liquid gold <laughs> there you have it ladies <laughs> and gentlemen all right let's get an update uh we're talking to 
Brian Rust, a.k.a. Honest Money. Where is gold and silver sitting, sir? Well, let me just tell you where the paper product sits right now. Uh, gold paper, sixteen ninety-five seventy. Wow. Down $60. $65.70. Good. They, the, the plunge protection team tearing it up. Yeah, they're, they're, they're controlling that market pretty good. They're doing a good job. $16.95.70 is gold, ladies and gentlemen, silver. Uh, down a dollar and a half to $17.72. $17.72. Too bad it wasn't $17.76. You know what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? What do you think? Why don't we just say seventeen seventy six, Brian? There you go, seventeen. There you go. I like it. <laughs> All right, uh, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Honest money report. Where's uh, rhodium sitting? Uh it hasn't changed. It's still at uh, the fourteen five range, fourteen six, right, right there. <clears throat> it hasn't changed. That's interesting. What do you think is driving these two down, Kelly? You think they're just making a big paper play to? If they overcorrect early, then when things happen, it doesn't fall as fast because, hey, the first chunk of the fall is back to where it was or whatever else. And then they, it just seems like they're playing games big time, making the dollar temporarily stronger. So when the dollar falls, hey, gold and silver just kind of go back to where it was, not spike. And that way they can kind of control um, the response, right? Well, yeah, they're trying to keep people from going into precious metals. And the way you do that is you make it look like it's not doesn't have any value which is why they haven't audited, you know, Fort Knox. They don't want to give it any value. So that's that's what it is. They're just suppressing it so it doesn't look like that's a good alternative. Ladies and gentlemen, what do you, below what do you 20, think about 000. this idea? Bitcoin's below 20 grand? Yeah. Have you yep. sold most of your Bitcoin, Kelly? Have you have you kind of I didn't that? get into that Ponzi scheme. Oh, you didn't you you said you did not dip your toe in the crypto. No, I, wow. I understand it enough to know I don't understand it. <laughs> well, actually, you do now's understand the time it. To that's buy. the whole point. Now's the, now's, now's, now's the time, time to buy. <laughs> are you gonna start buying? Are you gonna dip your toe into the crypto, Brian? And start buying crypto? Yeah, now's the time to buy it. Shoot, it's down. Yeah, man. Go ahead, just sell your rhodium and just invest in crypto. I kind of thought what we yeah. could do though. Is you know how they? You know how Donald's well known for his reality TV series and all that kind of stuff. I kind of thought, what if we had Kelly and Brian do a reality TV show where they're going to go into Fort Knox, buy Hecker, buy High Water? <laughs> go yeah. into Fort Knox well, and audit that dude. You know, those locks are pretty big on that building. I don't know. Can might need some. Yeah, but you're with Kelly, somebody. man. Oh, okay. They won't even let you park your car outside. If you drove around it and stopped your car, there would be officers there within a minute asking you what the be problem like, You need to move along, son. Right? Nothing, nothing to see here. You need to move along, son. Yeah, move along. <laughs> and then you'd be like, hey, I got a gold piece for you. And they're like, what do we want that for? We print money over there at our neighbor's house. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, we're in serious trouble. All right, I want to play a soundbite. If you can pull this up, um, Cameron, I want to play a soundbite, and then I want to talk about it with these gentlemen. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, that's for sure. Uh, but I want the Biden you need more than a gun. So Biden started out his pre- presidency, uh, Kelly and Brian, saying, hey, you know what? We're going to unify here. Unity is the answer. We could do all this together. 
Now ahead of the midterm elections, the guy's got, I don't know what you call it, but serious in-your-face kind of rhetoric or whatever. Um, he's kind of out of control in his statement. I mean, he's really um, taking it to everybody. The headline says, even for the New York Times, one of the most liberal rags, says, ahead of midterms, Biden shifts from compromise to combat. He is spending less time hailing the virtues of unity and more time highlighting the threat to democracy. Um, I don't know if he understands this, but we don't have a democracy. But uh, anyway, that's here nor there. Here's how in your face he's getting to people like us. Cam? Uh, all right, we'll try to get that sound bite. What do you want to say about that, Kelly? Well, he he is. He's got his. He's got to pay the piper. You know, all the people that helped get him in office. Now he's got to, you know, pay him back for all these favors that they did. And so, the gun lobby is one of those. I, I heard an interesting thing. He wants to ban the AR-15 type rifles, and they said more people are killed with hammers than killed with AR-15 type rifles every year. So I don't think Home Depot is going to be taking the hammers off the shelf. But No more uh, hammers that, for you. No more hammers. Yeah. More people are, are killed with fists and feet than AR-15-style rifles. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. But it's, it's all just pandering to people and, and saying things that, you know, hey, you got to stick up for us now, you know. Versus, you know, the transgender and then the environment, and now we're back to the guns and everything. So he's got to, he's got to pay his people. All right. Do you want to respond to that, uh, Brian? And this guy's <clears throat> literally saying, "Hey, um, you're going to need more than an AR-15." Uh, that's what he's saying as he kind of mocks. The headline basically says Biden taunts brave right-wing Americans saying you'll need more than AR-15s to fight the government. Here's the soundbite then, Brian. And for those brave right-wing Americans who say it's all about keeping America, keeping America's independent and safe, if you want to fight against the country, you need an F-15. You need something a little more than a gun. No, I'm not joking. There you have it, Brian. You want to respond to your president? <laughs> well, it's, it's it's interesting how he said that. Uh, I remember what he told the people that, hey, why can't we just unify? Why can't we're gonna? Uh, that's what our agenda is gonna be. We're gonna we're gonna bring each other together, and it's just totally been against that. Uh, he hasn't done one, you know, one thing he said, and and uh, the corruption's terrible. I'm I, I'm interested to know if it's if it's the guns causing all the problems. Uh, I, I don't, you know, there's more people that die from these these drugs fentanyl these other drugs are, are we attacking are, should we go after these pharmaceuticals who are uh, producing and pumping those out as fast as they can come and they don't say anything about that there you have it i find it very interesting that he says you need uh you know an ar-15 you're gonna need a whole lot more than that and my response to joe is this hey joe when have i ever called for the use of force joe have you guys ever heard me call for the use of force, Kelly? Nope. And, but, you know, they, they like to throw that around, you know. And our biggest 
problem is white supremacy, you know, and so they're going after all these parents that are standing up for the kids at school, you know, because they're obviously white supremacists. Biden shifts from compromise to combat, says the New York Times. So who's the violent one? If your president literally is violent, shifting from compromise to combat, maybe somebody, maybe somebody needs to go uh, and raid the White House and see if he has, if he's armed himself to the teeth or something like that. Because he's the one calling for guns and stuff, not me. Now, the White House is also seeking free airtime. We'll talk about this coming up with Brian Rust, Kelly Finnegan. We'll then also talk about all kinds of financial stories that relate, okay? We'll do it in seconds on your radio. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Texas Governor Greg Abbott said Wednesday night that immigrants will now be bused from the Lone Star State to Chicago, Illinois, in his latest efforts to alleviate the financial strain from President Biden's open border policy. As the Department of Justice and President Trump continue to trade legal jabs, the FBI released a photograph of papers they say a former president should not have. Trump's lawyers claim the photograph of papers strewn about the floor was staged for effect. Trump attorney Alina Haba. I have been down there. I'm down there frequently. I have never seen that. I have never, ever seen that. That is not the way his office looks. They literally must have gone in and taken out documents they wanted or cover letters, as it is, and put it about so that the public believes that this is top secret documents that were on his floor. A neutral special master to look to see if what the FBI did was legal will be decided today by a Florida judge. USA Radio News. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow. That's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code FREE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code FREE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code FREE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. Voters in Michigan may not be able to vote on an initiative seeking to overturn abortion restrictions. The state elections board failed to reach the necessary three-vote threshold for the November ballot. The elections board split two to two. Many political experts believe Pennsylvania will decide who controls the Senate for the remainder of President Biden's first term. In a race that may decide who controls the balance of power in the Senate, Pennsylvania voters are heading to the polls this November to choose either Democratic Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman or Republican Dr. Mohamed Oz to replace retiring Senator Pat Toomey. Dr. Oz declares Fetterman a radical progressive. I'm of the opinion that he's hiding his radical views because he is the furthest far left 
radical candidate on any competitive Senate race this cycle, and he doesn't want those views to be exposed. That audio courtesy of Fox News. Fetterman, who's recovering from a stroke, says he won't debate. Dr. Oz, from the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. USA Radio News. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Kelly Finnegan, Brian Russ, RussQuentinGift.com. We're talking about honest money. And you say, Sam, why do you talk about Biden taunts, quote, right-wing Americans, saying they'll need more than guns to fight the government, the blaze? Well, why are we calling them right-wing Americans in the first place? Okay, why are we using these polarizing terms? Am I a right-wing American, ladies and gentlemen? I don't think so. See, I use the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm just an American, and I believe in America first, not because um, we're better than anybody else, but because I believe in national sovereignty. So I guess I'm a nationalist, right? I believe in my heritage, and I believe every American should celebrate their heritage. But now Biden is shifting from compromise to combat. He's spending less time hailing the virtues of unity and now basically saying, hey, uh, you know, these right-wing extremists are going to destroy our democracy. All right, but now the headline says White House seeks free airtime to launch, quote, midterm assault on Republicans. Uh, That's NBC. Now, this is interesting because NBC, they say, Biden to give, quote, primetime speech about the soul of the nation as voters prepare to cast midterm ballots. But ladies and gentlemen, the president, they say, will lay out how America is standing in the world and our democracy is at stake. And then they repeat democracy, democracy, democracy. We don't have a democracy, ladies and gentlemen. I don't mean to be rude about this, and I don't mean to play games of semantics, semantics, but you know what? Saying that I'm right-wing saying that we're going to destroy the democracy, saying that we need more than a gun to take on the government. Well, I want to get uh, Brian's take, then Kelly's take, and then I want to propose something. That's what I do. I bring logical thought. I'm, I'm like a think tank, right? I bring thought to the table. Maybe Joe hasn't considered this idea, but I'll, but I'll pitch it anyway. Brian, what do you say to this, though? He's literally declaring war on the other side of the aisle, if you can call it that. Well, I think more and more people are starting to see the effects of what he's accomplishing, and it, it, it's it's not been a positive in any way, shape, or means here. It, it's been a negative, and and I think more and more people are starting to see this agenda and 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 uh, the coming effects. Now, uh, hopefully, the voting, uh, uh, voting, and and us as people can kind of step up and and. Uh, get somewhat of a control as far as moving this his agenda and that party out of office i mean where we might have a a stronger control so that we can fight against the evil i am just hoping that's the case but uh yeah his his agenda is is absolutely negative all the way along and i and i look at that and i say to me there's no place for that in america to ratchet to that level kelly what do you say well he it's divide and conquer he's trying to divide us and and make it a us versus them thing and so he realized that the whole unity thing didn't work because 
he's a whack job and nobody's going to follow him. So he's decided, well, I'm going to make it so one side fights against the other, and I'm here trying to save this democracy, you know. Not, like you say, we live in a republic. Yeah, we democratically choose our representatives, but this is a republic, and it was chosen that way. The Greek way didn't work, and the, and the Roman way did, and, and now they've got to try to destroy it. All right, I got an idea for Joe. Uh, if you know people want to listen to my idea, and here's my idea, uh, you know I don't want to argue over guns. The Second Amendment is codified as the, uh, part of the supreme law of the land, which says we have a right to keep and bear arms, and that shall not be infringed. And since you, Joe, have sworn an oath to that supreme law, then you'll protect us from enemies, foreign and domestic, who would take away our guns. And so since I have a right to an AR-15, I'll keep my AR-15. Uh, but I'm not looking at it to uh, somehow attack or assault or take on the government. I'm looking at it as a God-given inalienable right of self-defense that I have, which I will maintain, and you will either uphold or be impeached for your dereliction in duty, sir. Now that we've dismissed the gun issue and that we acknowledge the Supreme Law uh, articulates and confirms or codifies that we have a God-given inalienable right. Let's move on. And let's talk about the supreme law of our land for a second. I want complete fidelity to the supreme law of our land. That is the contract on the general level. That is the contract on the state level. The state being the Utah State Constitution in my case, or the Florida or Alabama or Tennessee, or wherever you are, or Georgia, Washington, you know, Maine, wherever you are, Missouri, uh, the state constitution is the contract on the state level. And the state and the general government have dual sovereignties. They work together in concert, not as an adversarial partnership, but a complementary partnership. And uh, the contract then is based on the fact that we, the people, have all power. And we delegated to each of the dual sovereigns specific and defined responsibilities articulated in the contract, in the state and the general constitutions. Now, I expect you to obey that law, sir, as everybody else should. And if you violate that law, I want to prosecute you, not persecute like you're doing to me, but I want to prosecute you to the fullest extent of the law. Now, if you live within the confines of your delegated authority, then I want to praise you and commend you and support you 100%. So am I anti-rogue government that runs off the rails and pretends it has power that it does not have? I want to reject that government. But I want to support the proper role of limited constitutional government based on the rule of law, based on the contract, based on separation of powers vertically and horizontally, and based on the consent of the governed. Do you realize that's us? Our consent, sir, is what I'm talking about. So my idea is to reject revolution. Uh, I have given speeches where I use the Taco Bell phrase where they say, think outside the bun. You've heard Taco Bell say that, trying to get you to buy tacos, right? And I end some of my speeches by saying, why don't we think outside the gun? Because we don't need an armed conflict in America to settle our differences, Joe. I know you think you're a street fighter from Scranton, my friend, but you need to step back a little bit and say that's not the way we solve differences in America. Thank the heavens there's the rule of law.
Thank the heavens there's Robert's Rules of Order. Thank the heavens there's moral people like me that are going to take you to task a little bit, verbally speaking, but more than taking Joe to task, I'm highlighting the way we solve problems in America. And I want to think outside the gun. And I want to hold you to the contract. I want to promote God, family, and country. And I want to protect life, liberty, and property. And I want to do it by thinking outside the gun. And I also want to do it by using the checks and balances that made America great. And I want to reward that which is honorable and true and moral and that which upholds the greatest country on the face of the earth. I want to uphold that which is the proper role of limited constitutional government. We don't have a democracy, so there's no threat to a democracy. We have a constitutional republic, my dear friend, and there is a threat to that, and you have become the tip of the spear of that threat, Joe. And I want you to step back from your violent rhetoric, my friend, and I want you to peacefully work with me to restore the country and the traditions of our founders based on the rule of law that they set forth. Uh, Kelly, you want to respond to that? That's what I'm proposing. Amen. I mean, <laughs> what more can you add to it, you know, other than take us George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and Madison. They wouldn't even recognize this place. They would have to ask, what country are we talking about? It's so alien from what they created. Sadly, you're right. Sadly, you're right. Uh, Brian, what do you what do you say to my proposal, though? I've never once said, let's use the gun. I give speeches saying, let's think outside the bun. I literally say we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration. What planet is Joe on? What's he even talking about? Just so Joe knows, we're on the third rock from the sun, okay? What planet <laughs> is he on, Brian? <laughs> well, well, well put, Sam. I think that speech was well, well documented. I, I would love to, to have you in front of... Uh, you know the House and Congress there, and the President, and 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 let the media actually put it out there. Uh, but you know the I, absolutely well done. I you know the only the problem is is with Biden arming these IRS agents, and and now it's all about the gun, uh, not uh, away from the gun, outside the gun. So I, I you know it's yeah. Uh, there again, I think well said, and, and his agenda kind of shows you where he's headed. Um, I'm going to say this. The headline says this. Biden to give primetime speech. It turns out that it's a political speech. That to me is election tampering, though. When you use the oath of office or your position as president to literally speak out on national primetime television using the media, and then it's about, you know, this idea, you know, uh, be, before people cast their ballots and all this kind of stuff. and Well, anyway, I'll talk about how he lays out this standing. We'll do it in seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Liberty Roundtable Live. The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? 
please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Joe Biden to give primetime speech about the soul of the nation as voters prepare to cast midterm ballots, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't a presidential State of the Union. This is his opinion, a political speech promoting the Democrat private party with virtually the seal of the Oval Office, ladies and gentlemen. They say the president will lay out how America is standing in the world and its democracy are at stake. Biden will highlight what he sees as progress over the past two years to, quote, protect our democracy. He notes that rights and freedoms remain at risk. He will make clear who is fighting for those rights, fighting for those freedoms, and fighting for our democracy. I have one statement. Sure glad we don't have a democracy, Brian. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you're you're hitting all the buttons, uh, Sam. It's it's very evidence of what's happening. You know, the one of the issues I, I reflect on and on when you're new through this speech and what he's what he's doing and, and the effect of well why can't we we stop his agenda or do this, you know, and even let's prosecute. Well the problem is is I think the prosecution side of it, there's no accountability. It seems like that everybody that they kinda of catch in these things, there's there's no real prosecution. It's either another judge that you know gives them a pass or or you know they get their hand slapped and and then you don't hear about it and then we're on to the next thing they try to accomplish and then we we fight against that and then it's something else and i don't know the system just is so corrupt and evil out there that it's a tough battle all right kelly they say the housing uh, market is on the brink of collapse do you want to respond to that yeah, the prices have just gotten so. I don't. No one with with a single income can afford a home, you know, anymore. And there's no such thing as a starter home. And a lot of it, the, the younger people think they should have a house sooner and bigger than what 
their parents or grandparents had. But you get to a point where the costs are so high that people can't afford them. And so they decide to rent. And so now the landlords are like, well, I can jack the price up as long as I keep it below what a house costs. And, and, and people are make, it's getting harder and harder to actually qualify and pay on a house. You know, car loans went, went from being non-existent to seven years now. So I don't know if they're going to go to a 50 or 100 year mortgage, but yeah, it's, it's, it's totally no longer the American dream. Brian, what do you say, man? You think the housing market will well, tank? I, think we're on the brink of collapse? I think Kelly uh, hit it on the head there. Exactly what you know the factors that come into play, and and the, the you know these our young they you know they you know we need their fight uh, against some of this, but they're kind of I don't know they they're not really watching. Uh, they should be watching, but uh, I don't know. I, I think that Kelly hit it right on. It's, can they can't afford a home they're renting and and maybe that's the that's the objective is they don't want us to own anything we've talked about that in the past so maybe that's the key you know we can price them out of everything and they won't own anything wow i don't know that the housing market's gonna um i don't know if we want to say it's on the what does he say brink of collapse i don't think we're on the brink of collapse but i do think you're going to see a cooling off of the housing market Because the government's raising interest rates, manipulating something they should have no authority over. The free market should determine all this. But if they raise interest rates, you can expect they're going to force a slowdown. How much of a route it will be depends on how hard they raise interest rates and how much they manipulate the market, Kelly. Well, everything the government gets involved in ends up costing more. So now we have the FHA, (laughs) Federal Housing Administration. They got into the education. That's why student loans are so expensive and easily yet and so the cost of college went up cost of medicine's gone up so because we have medicaid medicare you know none of these hospitals would make it without the government anymore they bought in and so everything the government touches it turns to crap unfortunately they think it's gold but it's not gold just like the gold that doesn't back our dollar roger that all right i'm going to give you guys half the headline this time and i want to have you respond here's what it says Half cows and tire pigs. <laughs> Do you want to respond to that, Brian? What was it? half cows and what? Entire pigs. <laughs> so we used to get the we used to get the whole cow. Now maybe half. We only get half the cow, and and, and instead of half the cow, we get the whole pig. Is that? <laughs> yeah, you get half the cow and an entire pig is the headline. Kelly, before I give you the rest of the headline, you want to respond to this one? Half cow wow. and Well, I'm wondering pigs. if the pig refers to uh, the pork barrel politics, where you get all of the pork that comes with the bill. You only get half the good. There you go. No such luck, my friend. I wish that were true. Here's what, here's what the real headline says. Half cows and entire pigs. Families are now buying in bulk because everything's just too expensive. (laughs) There you go. We used to just go to the grocery store, Brian. Now I'm going to go to you as my neighbor and say, hey, Brian, you want to split a cow with me, man? we got to buy in bulk in case there's uh, like meat outages because these wackos want to take away all your meat and have you eat that fake meat stuff. So I think we better buy a half a cow or two and put it in the freezer and make sure it's all cool. And not only that, it's expensive to buy it a little bit at a time up there at the grocery store. Let's go straight to the farmer and buy a half cow and a whole pig. What do you think, Brian? 
Yeah, that uh, <clears throat> soon it'll be. They'll just cut off the the hoofs. You get the hoofs, and you can create a soup or something. You can boil that, and uh, we'll need the beans and and other things. I, you know, I, one of the things I, I think if our infrastructure could be a, a a topic. I mean, we we buy a half a cow or a cow or a pig or whatever, and we stick it in the freezer. But if the infrastructure, you know, uh, kind of <clears throat> breaks down, and now we we better have a generator because we can't keep that cold maybe we got to get a contract with a block of ice we need an ice house or something and go back to the old ice houses and so on maybe that's where we're headed so that we can save the pig and the cow is what i'm saying wow uh, do you, i actually have bought cows and pigs like that for a long time yeah my my wife's family has too we have neighbors that are ranchers and that and hey we're gonna you know sell you guys a cow okay and then we go down and divide it up, and this is what you get. And the butcher wraps it and cuts it for us. And yeah, it's the way to do it. But you got to have some way to keep that freezer cold, ladies and gentlemen, even when the blackouts and the brownouts come. If you're going to buy one of them things, or else you're going to have to eat a lot of steak all at once, my friends. Because that's the stage they're setting, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I find this interesting. So, half cows, entire pigs. The next headline says. Restaurants, quote, new normal. Fewer cashiers, fewer um, chefs, fewer wait staffs. Reuters with that piece saying, hey, restaurants are in turmoil. Now California residents are being told, um, well, here's what it says. Developing California power grid officials warn of blackouts. Um, you want to know why? Because everybody's trying to charge their electric cars they're mandating. No joke. Oh. The top three conservation <laughs> acts, they say. Here's what you can do to solve the problem, though, Brian, if you want to be on the solution side of the equation, my friend. You ready? Set yeah. your thermostat to 78 degrees, okay? Okay. Avoid using perfect. large appliances. Okay. <laughs> ah, and don't charge your electric vehicle. And if you want to, uh, nice. something on top of that, turn off unnecessary lights, Brian. That's what you need to do, my okay. friend. See? So I, now think about okay. this. They're going to force you to buy an electric car, and now they're saying, hey, man, <laughs> the three ways you can conserve is Don't not try. charging your car, Kelly. Oh, the other thing Don't they try. have mentioned is, is driving downhill to and from work. See, that helps oh, a lot, too. Oh, yeah. See, my parents went uphill both ways. It stands to reason that somehow they could kind of pay it forward, and I could go downhill both ways, Brian. Exactly. That's Now Kelly's on to something. <laughs> I like the fact that we we should have these things. We should get that car, get rid of the the gasoline vehicle, and uh, get this electric car, and then then turn everything off. You know, we should have the stove, but we really ought to have maybe a little those little propane canisters, and we'll cook with that way. We got to turn the stove off. Anything that we've purchased that we shouldn't really use, so buy it because we should spend the money, but don't use it. Okay. I, I was really quickly, I was asking someone at work, hey, why don't they make electric cars here in the United States and the batteries? And like, because well, we don't have lithium. I said, oh, we've got plenty of lithium, but we don't destroy our environment like China does. So that, um, you know, the EPA would step in and close you down in a heartbeat with all of the pollution that you would generate. So we buy well, That's why you got to make the cars overseas, man, so no one sees it. Yeah, then, then it's okay. That's why California gets their power from the coal generated here in Utah. Then they can say, see, we don't pollute. 
That's right. Just move it on. Kick the can down the road. There you go. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm just thinking. They say that the state of California is also going to fine vehicle makers up to $20,000 for every vehicle that falls short of the, quote, newly devised standards. That ought to go over well, don't you think, Brian? <laughs> it should be. That's right. New standards. Creating it, this is the way it really should be. Okay. You should buy into that. Okay. I mean, these people have literally well, truly lost their minds, haven't they? Yeah, the world has. It's, yeah, it's a good point. California used to have a lot of auto manufacturers. Now, when Tesla left, they're, they're, they have none. All, all those jobs and all of that has gone out of California. So, yeah, it's, they don't get it. They're going to be walking around in a daze going, what, what happened? Well, the, isn't there an electric bike? Maybe they could get into the electric bikes now. That's going to be a, a good craze, right? Maybe we do away with the vehicle. We can't drive our vehicle, but maybe we take the bike. That could be an option. No more traffic jams on the freeway. (laughs) (laughs) They say warning, we got a heat wave is the problem that's kind of bringing the grid to the brink. Don't they have a heat wave every year, though? Don't they they lose power to half the country over there uh, every year? All I know, Brian, is you're going to need more than an AR-15, buddy, if you want to get out of this one. Right now. Well, wait a minute. I liked your saying about think outside the gun. I, I've got well, yeah, a, you need, I've, no AR-15. I've got a, you'll need an F-15. Oh, boy. oh, that's oh an F-15, but I can't drive it. If I buy it, I can't use it. That's what they're telling me. So yeah, what you really it. need is 15 bucks an hour so you don't starve. <laughs> Ladies that's and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I don't even know how to deal with these people anymore. They're literally then saying we're going to get rid of gas cars by 2035. Then they say don't charge your electric car because you know what? It's too hot outside. And don't use big appliances like your air conditioning because the grid's about to be brought to the brink. Uh, And, you know, hey, you should turn off those lights. When you leave the bathroom, turn off the light. Okay, Kelly? Because, man, things are going haywire. And if you're mad about that, you know what? You're going to need a whole lot more than a gun. Wait a minute folks. I want to peacefully live together and find solutions to the problems we face. And I believe the genius of America can do just that if we work together. I may not be calling for unity because I don't believe we're unified, but we can certainly have civility for starters, Joe. Brian and Kelly, thank you so much. God save the Republic. Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts or continues now. This is the broadcast for September the first, 
in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our two of two. And the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. In short, we think outside the gun. You ever heard that Jimi Hendrix song, Hey Joe? You ever heard that, Cameron? I'll have to play that song too, Hey Joe, with a gun in your hand. I'm saying, Hey Joe, why don't you think outside the gun, buddy? Yeah, Biden taunts right-wing Americans, saying you'll need more than guns to fight the government. Hey, Joe, why don't you think outside the gun, buddy? That's what I'm saying. Right? Um, I don't understand Joe Biden, but it's a sad commentary. Last hour, we were talking about... Um, Developing California power grid, officials are warning of blackouts. The top three things that you do, ready? Set your thermostat to 78 degrees or higher. Avoid using large appliances and stop charging your vehicle. Wait a minute, folks. Aren't they trying to, um, aren't they telling us we're supposed to get electric cars? Why are they already telling us that we're not going to be able to use them then? Right? Um, Avoid using large appliances like my air conditioning, you mean? And charging electric vehicles. And oh, by the way, turn off the lights. Um, I don't understand this, but that's what's going on. Well, Elon Musk, believe it or not, is a communist and a socialist, uh, in my opinion. Uh, I know he's supposedly real ingenuity guy, and he's really smart and everything else, but half the things he proposes doesn't come to fruition. Uh, go look up Hyperloop Tunnel if you want, and let's see how many of those trains are operating to make the point. But I digress, except to say this. Most of his money has been made by getting government subsidies for his projects. <clears throat> so he's the electric car guy, right? <clears throat> but now he says this. Elon Musk, quote, we actually need more oil and gas, not less. The civilization will crumble without oil and gas. David Kelly with that article. But what the heck? Now, Elon Musk is saying the society is going to crumble without oil and gas. I think he's right as rain on that fact check, right? I mean, I believe good for Elon Musk for saying that because he's right. <clears throat> but he's going to just be someone that's shut down by the government. Or are we really going to uh, be honest about that? Right? What are we going to do? I don't really know. But now they say soon electric cars will be able to charge faster than an iPhone. Do you believe that? Ladies and gentlemen, because I don't, you say, come on, Sam, they're getting incredible technology. Well, let me just explain to you something very simple. How much power does a phone take? How much power does a car take? You don't need to bring me the numbers. Okay. Don't do a research study to bring me numbers because it's minuscule in one case and massive in another case, right? Well, if you need a ton more power, whatever that ratio really is, whatever that scientific ratio really is, how can you ever charge a car faster than a phone? 
couldn't you take that same technology that charges the car really fast and bring it to the phone, scale it down, and charge the phone fast too? And since the phone has a smaller, quote, tank, I know there's no tank, right? But storage capacity, battery need, whatever you want to say, reservoir of power, should I use that term? Um, you can fill up a smaller reservoir faster than you could fill up a big reservoir. Cameron, am I stupid? How are you going to fill up a big reservoir faster than a small reservoir? See, the point is they're not telling us the truth, ladies and gentlemen. That's really the problem here. They're just not telling us the truth on things. They're manipulating us. They're not telling the truth. They're not being honest at all, folks. And we're literally talking about housing, brink, on the brink of collapse, right? Right? Housing on brink of collapse, folks. Think about that. Half cows and tire pigs, people are buying in bulk because they want to make sure they have food. You can't blame them. Then what the government will do is come after you for being a hoarder because you got a half a cow or a whole pig or something. Hey, Cameron, you're hoarding all the bacon, buddy. Would you stop? This is the kind of stuff. <laughs> and then your house is all hot and you can't charge your car to go to work and you got to turn off the lights, man. And then Musk says, yeah, we actually need more oil and gas. Otherwise, uh, the civilization will crumble if we don't have that. Wow. All right. They say advertising, advertising, I'm sorry, advertising radio revenue at U.S. radio stations is set to increase 4.8% to guess, they say reach, and guess how much money? Any guesses, Cameron? $12.3 billion this year. They say, quote, bolstered by political ad spends and ongoing recovery from the economic effects of COVID. Yeah, this is according to SNP Global, market intelligence. Uh, intelligence is over at, was it called Kagan Media? Kagan, K-A-G-A-N Media, research unit. And that's what they're predicting. Now think about it, $12.3 billion for political. So they can all just lie about each other and spend endless money lying about each other. And then, of course, you know, everything that happens in the world, you can blame on the COVID, right? So whatever you want to say that's bad or whatever, because of the COVID, you could say that, right? And people, I say that all the time and people love them. But now they're even saying because of the COVID, they're going to have increased revenue, Cameron. It's all because of the COVID. Don't you know they're recovering from the economic doldrums of the COVID? And so, hey, there's an influx of cash rolling into radio stations. $12.3 billion this year alone because of COVID and political ads. Makes you want to turn off your radio, doesn't it, ladies and gentlemen? Makes you just go, uh, no thanks, I don't want the propaganda of either, and just turn that off. Well, just so you know, ladies and gentlemen, my advertising revenue is not increasing because of COVID recovery. and is not increasing from bureaucrats on the air. You want to know why? Because the belligerent bureaucrats will not fund my radio networks, my radio talk show, over uh, anything, because I won't peddle their lies for money. 
you know, Joe's running around going, well, everybody's ruining the democracy. And then all the Republicans are like, get Joe out of there. He's evil. He's broke the law. Elect us so we can fix it. And then half the Republicans are going, hey, separate from Donald. We don't want anything to do with Donald Trump. The other half's going, are you crazy? Trump's our only salvation. Every one of these battles, these fake left-right paradigms, whatever you want to call them, are nothing but lies. These partisan divides, these manipulated narratives. Okay, it's all bogus. See, now if I say that, you think a politician is going to want to fund uh, my uh, commentary? See, I don't think so. I don't think anytime soon will that happen. Right? Anyway, interesting, interesting, to say the least. But advertising uh, revenue at radio stations, $12.3 billion. That's just radio. All right, they say life expectancy for women and men in the United States is dropping like a rock. Life expectancy for women in the United States now dropped to just under 80 years, slightly more than 79 years old. Why do I say slightly more? Because they measure it by the month. So they'll say something like, you know, 79 years and three months or whatever they'll say, right? Well, so it's dropped to 79 years for women in 2021. Do you know what it is for men, Cameron? Dropped down to 73. So the average man lives to be 73 years old right now. And what's dropping it or making it tank? You know the first answer to every problem in the world, don't you, Co- uh, Cameron? COVID, my friend. Don't you understand whatever happens in the world, all you got to say it's because of the COVID? And you're probably right. So they say because of COVID and all the deaths, don't you know? That's why the age range is dropping so drastically. It's, you know, because of COVID. The second reason is because of drug overdoses. Uh, And so men and women, so, you know, age 73, I'm 55, 65, 75. I got less than 20 years left, Cam, if I, you know, follow the average trajectory, right? I won't. Cameron's saying I'm going to die early, folks. I hope not. (laughs) He's saying that I'll live longer because I'm not subject to the COVID. I beat that. And I'm uh, not going to do drug overdose. He's right on on those things. Uh, Hopefully I will live longer. The enemies of liberty hope I live shorter, so I'll quit talking on the radio, right? But I find it fascinating, folks, that the life expectancy for women has dropped to below 80 years old, 79, and for men at 73. Now, here's what's interesting. Then they want you to break down into racial groups. You know which groups are getting the beating the most on this, don't you, Cameron? Native Americans and blacks. Yeah, it's sad for them. And I don't mean to mock this at all, ladies and gentlemen, but I have answers. We need to turn to natural health and healing solutions and get the government out of our lives. Those will be two great starting points. Focus on God, family, and country, and I promise people will live longer. Liberty Roundtable live in seconds. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit. A battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact.
www.freedomfactor.com. We at Freedom Factor have a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Our goal is to put pocket constitutions into the hands of every American and in every school. This effort requires your help. Order your pocket constitutions and browse our website at freedomfactor.org to learn how you can help spread the message of freedom. Read it, know it, share it. Freedomfactor.org. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Like a rainy Sunday morning makes me want to stay in bed Twisted up all day long You're my inspiration, girl, you take me places Put the words right into these songs Stealing kisses undercover, babe See forever when I see your face And I swear, God, man This is fascinating. Keep that playing uh, just under my voice there, Cameron. Good work. Just like that. Right there. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, man, the Aldeans. Jason Aldean, well-known country star, and his wife, Brittany, tearing up the blogosphere, to say the least, ladies and gentlemen. I am telling you right now, the liberals, the gender-bender crowd absolutely losing their minds. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, Brittany Aldean, the wife of well-known award-winning country star Jason Aldean, is clapping back hard at the haters in epic fashion as one of the uh, enemies took her comments way out of context, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you right now, this is an epic battle on the internet that is just something to behold. Because here's what happens. A lot of people make a comment and they get attacked in the culture war. And what they do is they melt down and absolutely recant and apologize and grovel. And I don't even know how to describe it, but they just absolutely 
do a 180 and go back in their hole where they belong, right? Oh, not Brittany Aldean. No, sir. Brittany is taking them on. And then what they tried to do is pit Jason against his lovely wife, Brittany, and they got eaten alive once again. Instead of Jason saying, yeah, I don't support those comments or whatever, Jason doubled down and supported his wife. They've been doing this, ladies and gentlemen, since August. But I'm highlighting this because it's been going on kind of low level since August, but it just blew up in classic fashion. All right. Brittany Aldean made headlines in August after she shared a video where she compared her, quote, tomboy phase to that of someone, quote, transitioning. And so U.S. Magazine reported the details of this. And so Brittany Aldean says, I'd really like to thank my parents for not, quote, changing my gender. When I went through my, quote, tomboy phase, I love this girly life, Brittany Aldean wrote on Instagram during a, quote, beauty tutorial, the outlet noted. She says this, I remember watching this particular video at the time and thinking, I can't tell you how many of my female friends feel the very same way. Uh, Last year, a friend of mine had said almost the exact same thing. When she was a teenager, she wanted to be just like the boys, right? And she was terrified to think of how many young girls are being taught and encouraged to make destructive, irreversible changes to their bodies during what turns out to be just an adolescent phase. So let me kind of highlight this. So Brittany has been saying, look, this gender bender stuff is bogus. Uh, A lot of times, you know what, a guy will grow up, a boy, and he'll, you know, kind of think it'll be neat to be a girl. Or a girl will think it'll be neat to be a boy. And it's not that they really want to be a boy or a girl. It's that they're fascinated as they start to learn about the opposite sex. And so they don't really want to be that, but they just kind of like those characteristics. A girl that's in the kitchen with her mom sewing might be like, I sure wish I was out playing baseball with the boys. They get to do cool things, and I just have to sit at home. But what Brittany Aldean is highlighting is an absolute truism, which is, you know what? Teenagers go through puberty adjustments and try to figure things out, but it's an adolescent phase. And so Brittany is saying, hey, I sure am glad my parents didn't mutilate my sexual organs in my body over this because it was just a phase. Yeah, I wanted to be a tomboy for a while. You know, I didn't want to wear dresses and skirts. I want to dress in a an oversized um, sweatshirt and wear Levi's and, you know, just hang out on the baseball field with the boys and just kick back. And that's an adolescent phase. She says, I'm sure glad they didn't mutilate my body over that. And, and so she's standing up for traditional values in the culture war like nobody's business. And I commend her. And I commend her husband, Jason, for standing right beside her as a real man ought do. Okay? So she's not trying to get into the middle of 
people's views or feelings, except she's saying, hey, I believe that it's just an adolescent phase. And I'm sure glad when I went through that phase that my parents didn't do anything to me that I would regret, that would be irreversible, that would defile my God-given temple, my body, right? Okay, and so she's just highlighting this. It's her view, her opinion. Now, to all the haters out there, doesn't Brittany have the right to her own opinion, ladies and gentlemen? She most certainly does. Don't we believe in the First Amendment, or do we just believe in the First Amendment if it goes along with their perverted, psychotic, whacked-out, extreme agenda? Irreversible agenda, I might add. So Brittany's expressing her opinion, and she's saying, hey, I have a lot of girlfriends that feel the same way. Yeah, they wanted to be a tomboy back in the day when they were kids, too. Some girls just like that. Some girl, But now Brittany Aldean says, I love living the girly life. I love being a feminine woman. I love being married to a man. I love all the things that womanhood brings. Being a mother, being a, okay, she's talking about all these traditional values, ladies and gentlemen. And I personally think Brittany Aldean is a hero. I don't know if I agree with her on everything. I don't care. What she's doing now is expressing her own views, ladies and gentlemen. And she's being attacked relentlessly for expressing her own views. And my response is, where is the tolerance? Where is the respect? All right. It says this, Brittany Aldean defends beliefs amid transphobia backlash, they claim. See that headline, how bogus that is? She's got transphobia, they want to claim. Or that they, you know. All right, Brittany Aldean was born in North Carolina in 1988, okay? She has every right to believe as she wants to. And she says that transphobic post was taken out of context. She's right. But the problem is they want to attack her because she wants to stand with traditional values. And so she mocks a little bit this perverted sex change stuff by saying, I'm sure glad they didn't do that to me. But she's also not really trying to attack anyone. She's just highlighting that why does anyone who disagree become so maligned and abused and barbecued? Brittany Aldean asks for compassion during the transphobia controversy. See, why are we talking about transphobia in the first place? See, what's transphobia? Cameron, you want to look that up? What is transphobia? Ladies and gentlemen, why is that word being inserted into all the articles now? All right. Think about that. She's asking for compassion amid transphobia controversy. Transphobia is dislike or president or prejudice against transgender uh, and transsexual or transgender people okay but ladies and gentlemen wait a minute she's not bigoted or hating on those people 
she's just merely expressing her view that, yes, she went through an adolescent phase, and she's glad they didn't irreversibly change her body over it. Does she have the right to say that? Hang tight. Liberty Roundtable Live. Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The United Nations has accused China of serious human rights violations in a long-awaited report into allegations of abuse in the Xinjiang province, home of the Uyghurs. Beijing called the report a farce arranged by Western powers, but U.N. investigators say they found credible evidence of torture and crimes against humanity. Mary Peltola, a Democrat former state lawmaker, won a special election to fill Alaska's only U.S. House of Representatives seat. She will also become the first Alaska native to represent the state in Congress. Well, just a tremendous sense of gratitude and appreciation for the people who have put trust in me to to fill out the remainder of Congressman Young's term. He's represented Alaska very well for the last 49 years, and it's just a tremendous honor. Visit us online at usaradio.com. We are USA Radio News. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You're not required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-950-0099. 800-950-0099. That's 800-950-0099. President Trump's legal team claimed Wednesday the FBI should have expected to find sensitive documents during the raid of his Florida estate last month. They say all presidents have them after they leave office. Trump team is accusing the people that run the FBI and Department of Justice of political bias. Trump's request for a special master to review all documents will be decided today by a Florida judge. Back in the 1950s, nearly half of all Americans smoked cigarettes. Now, more people are smoking the ganja. A new poll shows Americans are smoking more marijuana than cigarettes. The Gallup poll released Tuesday shows 16% of people surveyed said they smoke reefer compared to 11% who said they smoke cigarettes. 48% said they tried marijuana at some point in their lives. Cigarette smoking has been trending down for decades. The current 11% figure compares to 45% in the mid-1950s. For the USA Radio News Gulf Coast Bureau, I'm Tony Maruso. USA Radio News. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk about this transphobia term. All right, they say transphobia is a collection of ideas and phenomenon that relate to a bunch of attitudes and or feelings 
towards transgender people and or transness in general. And here's the words that they use. And this is the problem that I'm having, ladies and gentlemen. Fear, aversion, hatred, violence, anger, or discomfort felt or expressed towards people who do not conform to social gender expectations. Now, (laughs) then they say this, transphobia is a fear, hatred, disbelief, or mistrust of people who are transgender. Now, I don't know. I don't know that Brittany Aldean has this phobia, this fear. Okay, phobia, like if, you know, you have a phobia of fear of heights, the fear of open spaces, the fear of spiders, the fear of being closed in, claustrophobia, okay. Uh, I don't know that she has a fear of transgender people or that she has a hatred towards or a violent tendency towards or any of those things. All that is a dishonest Scare word driven narrative agenda by the mainstream press in bed with the quote woke crowd who doesn't have the integrity to say what they really think and feel most of the time. All right. Um, I know that she feels like she's grateful she's a girl, that she's grateful that she's a woman. And when she went through this little tomboy phase as a teenager, she's grateful that her body didn't get mutilated. Right? So there you have it. The problem is, this is an attack on her like nobody's business. And you know what? Jason Aldean is a well-known country song or country artist. His net worth is well over $80 million. Uh, But let's be clear, Brittany is no slouch herself. She's a model. Uh, She's into makeup. And, 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 um, you know, she was on... um, some of those TV singer TV shows or whatever it was, right? I think American Idol. Uh, And she met Jason there and, uh, you know, they got married in 2015 and she was a singer and she made it to the Hollywood rounds. She's no slouch herself and she has a couple of million followers on social media uh, and she's probably worth eight, ten million dollars alone herself. So, you know, yeah, compared to her husband, maybe she hasn't made a lot of money, but compared to most of us, she's done very, very well for herself. Let's be very clear. The problem that I have with it is this. How come conservatives don't learn to use language like the liberals do? For example, they got transphobia and all these phobias. What's a phobia of traditional values, Cameron? If you fear male and female relationships, if you you fear traditional marriage, If you fear the traditional family where man and woman come together under God Almighty and you bring children into the world and form a God-ordained traditional family, and someone has fear or hatred or anger or violence towards that, what's the fear of all we hold dear called? Yeah, you have no idea, neither do I. And the reason we don't is because we're not good at creating words to define reality as we see it. We just let them control the narrative and control the language and therefore we're losing at every turn as they redefine everything that we hold dear. 
Would it be called Jesus phobia? Yeah, they got this healthy fear, anger towards hatred towards to the point where they literally murdered him on a cross. This fear of Christ. Christianity phobia. You know, I don't, I don't know what to yeah. But I find it fascinating that they attack Britney so hard. And they literally take what she says out of context unfairly. I think it's dishonest. I think it's immoral. And I think it's mean. She has every right to her own beliefs, every right to her own thoughts and feelings on a matter. And that doesn't mean she hates anyone. It doesn't mean she has any phobic tendencies or phobia of any kind. To say so and to manipulate so is to lie and deceive regarding the narrative. I'm sure Brittany would be kind to anybody she sees at the grocery store, transgender or not. And I, you know what, just because we disagree with their beliefs, that doesn't mean we hate them or we have violence or violent tendencies towards them or anything of the sort. That isn't true. But the second you say anything that defends traditional values or defines a traditional view uh, in the culture war, or anytime you talk about God or commandments or morality or anything, then they want to throw you into the phobic arena. Phobia of something, whatever it be, their latest perversion, then if you stand against it, you will be the next phobia related to that perversion. The perversion's mainstream, the phobia's extreme. As they redefine everything in our society, Folks, we have got to stop this and not let them get away with this. So I appreciate Brittany saying, hey, you know what? I stand on what I believe. But she also says I'm misquoted. Well, she is misquoted. She's right. But we need to stand up and say you're psychotic on this phobia thing. Okay, these people are psychophobic. They've got a fear of everything psychologically normal. Normal phobia? What would the word be? Anything we stand for. Common sense, phobia, good, Cameron. Yeah. This is what I mean. Anything that's right, good, moral, calling good, good, evil, evil, anything that's like on the right track in our view as conservatives, anything that's moral, anything that's right, anything that's God, family, country, anything that's the the proper role of government, then they want to say somehow has a phobia attached to it as they pervert their abnormal behavior and beliefs. And anytime we stand up on any moral uh, point, then they want to tie it to some phobia. We need to learn to do that to them. Not that I want to be abusive or mean or harsh. I want to be Christian. But I also want to control enough of the language to have a true narrative on topics of discussion. Look, I don't have a phobia of transgender people. I don't fear them. I don't hate them. I don't have any violent desires or tendency towards them. I just don't agree with them. Okay? I don't believe that God had you born in the wrong body. I don't believe that God made a mistake. See, that's what this presupposes. That God made a mistake and a woman got put in a man's body. Or a man got put in a woman's body. See, I don't believe that. God made that mistake and did that. Now, you could say, well, Sam, what happens when their gender, they have physical bodies that represent the opposite sex, a, a, a man 
uh, is born with both male and female genitalia or whatever, or, or uh, you know, they were born with, um, you know, some tendencies of both. So a man has a male body part and breasts at the same time. So some male body part and some female. I believe that the physical body, the physical nature that we have can certainly um, have errors in it. Like we live in a fallen world, right? I believe that there could certainly be um, mistakes at that level. But that doesn't mean that we need to then say God made a mistake and the person's in the wrong body. What we need to say is somehow, uh, just like I'm blind, okay? And the reason that I'm blind is because there's a mutation in some of the genes in my retina that makes my my genes not produce the proper proteins for eyesight, okay? So they're bad genes, and they don't produce the, the natural chemicals, the natural proteins necessary for sight. Okay, I don't believe God did that. I just believe that the natural fallen world we live in, uh, there's a mortal error there. But you know what? Whether that happened to my eyes or whether that happened to my genitals or whatever, I don't believe that we could just say, hey, a male was born in a female body. If the body's so um, prone with DNA mutations or whatever you want to call it to where we're not sure if it's a male or a female, okay, that's a tough one. But I think we can do a DNA test on somebody these days and they either have, what is it, XX or XY chromosomes? We can know this, right? This isn't an unknown we can scientifically know this, ladies and gentlemen, fairly easily, right? And we need to act accordingly. We need to behave accordingly. We need to say, hold on now. This isn't unscientific. This isn't just a personal opinion. This isn't I feel or identify. This is scientific reality. Anyway, good for Brittany Aldine. I got a few more stories to cover before the end of the hour. We'll do it in seconds on your radio. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John eight forty four. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. The award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas, like this year's Buckaroo calendar. 
order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little, I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. I just find this phobia discussion very interesting indeed. Oh, man. I've reached my limit of free articles on the New York Times, ladies and gentlemen. They want me to log in. You'll have to cut and paste that article for me into an email or I won't be able to read it, Cameron. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're on the break looking up these phobia discussions relating to Brittany Aldean. And they want you to believe that somehow she's just got transphobia. I think that's a lie. But we're trying to find words because, you know what? What kind of phobia is it when the liberals and the extremists and the, uh, these people hate everything of traditional value, everything of morality, everything of uh, the moral high ground, everything that's Christian? They just fear and hate. And, okay, but there's no word for it. So we're looking these up. And uh, Cameron said, hey, what about fear of the blind? What's the word of fear of blind people? Because, see, I'm a blind person. The mainstream press seems fearful of me. They attack me. Um, they don't want to interview me. Uh, they're fearful. I think it's they're fearful because I'm going to eat them alive on the public stage and ridic- uh, ridicule their belief systems to the point where they can't handle it. But that's another topic. I wouldn't do it to be mean. I'd do it to highlight the truisms uh, that we seem to have lost in our society today. But um, what are they fearful of? Well, anyway, there's no term that denotes fear of the blind. But there is an opinion piece written in the New York Times back in 2014 that Cameron found that talks about why are we fearful of of blind people. And it really has to do with we don't understand what it's like for them. We don't. So, you know, everybody's going to have a discomfort with things they're not familiar with. I don't care if it's blind or deaf or somebody has one arm. I don't care if it's transgender, whatever. We don't have a fear of it. We just don't know. That doesn't mean we have a phobia, though. See, everybody has a fear of spiders. Nobody wants to get bit by a spider, right? But how crazy are you about it? Do you kill the spider so that it doesn't bite you and move on with your life? Oh, no. You couldn't do that. That would be killing you. you got to let that spider outside. You only can kill human babies, you see. You can only abort human babies and murder them, but spiders, no. you got to put those outside. See what I mean? Yeah, is that a phobia? <laughs> All I'm telling you, so it's an extreme reaction to something that it makes it a phobia. Everybody who gets into a very, very, very tight place and has a hard time breathing starts to get fearful. Oh my gosh, I can't breathe. If it's factual, it's not a phobia. It's a reality. A phobia is an extreme reaction to or fear about something that's like, oh my gosh. Right? So if you jump up on your... Uh, chair because there's a spider on the floor and you won't come down from your chair for hours. Now that's an extreme phobia to spiders. But if you kill the spider and move on and say, man, I hate those things. I, 
I don't want it to bite me. It, you're not, you don't have a phobia, folks. Well, the same thing's true with tra- transgender. I don't believe in the transgender narrative. I don't. I don't believe God put man in a woman's body or a woman in a man's body and made that mistake or that error, and we have to correct the error for God. I don't believe that. And I don't have fear of it. I don't have hatred towards it, but I just have an absolute disagreement on it being the scientific fact. Anyway, I commend Brittany Aldine. What's the fear of blind people? I'm going to try to get this article from Cameron, and I want to, I want to talk about it because I want, to, I want to help ally some of your fears over there at the New York Times. Maybe I should call them and talk to them about their article and say, you know, if you guys are fearful of blind people, maybe you ought to face your fear and have me on TV with you people, and we can go ahead and have a good old chat about a lot of topics, right? Blindness being one of them. But I found the epic term. Are you ready for it, Cameron? Hedrophobia, buddy. Yeah, hedrophobia. It's a fear of a straight planet. Yeah, buddy. If you, <laughs> Yeah, man, you got hedrophobia. That's a fear of a straight planet. So I think all these hedrophobic folks running around attacking Brittany Aldine because she's glad they didn't destroy her female body parts because she had a little phase of wanting to be a tomboy and run around in sneakers like most girls do. Uh, you know, most boys wonder what it's like to be a girl. It doesn't mean we want to be one. But anybody's wondered in their adolescent phase, what would it be like to be a girl? What would it be like if you're a white person to be a black person or vice versa? Everybody wonders what it's like. What would it be like to be blind? People might say, what would it like? What would it be like to be deaf? In fact, a lot of people that, you know, meet a blind person, they're like, I want to know what it's like to be blind. And then they try to put on a blindfold or close their eyes and they try to, that doesn't mean they want to be blind people. That doesn't mean that a boy that wonders what it's like to be a girl, that doesn't mean he really wants to be a girl. I've often wondered what would it be like to have my wife's mind instead of my mind? Because she sees things, she sees things way differently than I do. Right, I'm one-track mind. I come into the house, and I smell food, and I'm like, hey, who's cooking? I'm ready to eat. My wife comes into the house and notices 46 things all at once. Hey, you know what? There's dirty laundry on the couch. we got to clean that up. And by the way, it smells good, but is something possibly about to burn? Do I need to check on that? Where are all the children? What's a, Okay, my wife has a, a brilliant mind, but I don't think like she does at all. Now, I'm not here to tell you that hers is better or mine is better. I'm just telling you. Thank heavens God gave us a different response to things. And I believe that the differences in me and my wife are designed as complementary, not adversarial, as the world teaches. I believe God believes that a male and female are complements to one another, not adversaries. Anyway, I digress in my narrative, except to say, look, oftentimes we've wondered what it's like. I wonder what it's like to have when I have a discussion with my wife, and let's just say that we don't agree on something. I want to know her perspective. That doesn't mean that I want to be a girl. I don't think so. I wouldn't do very well as a female. Now, would I, ladies and gentlemen? First off, it's not possible. It violates the eternal laws of God Almighty. Secondly, uh, it's not what I would ever want. But I understand that notion. So, you know, uh, we don't have fear of these things. Neither does Brittany. Brittany just expressed that she's glad that in her little phase of kind of learning who she is and what life's about and all that kind of stuff, that they didn't mutilate her body. Does she have the right to say that or is she just going to be absolutely slaughtered on the phobic floor and manipulate the public opinion against everything that she thinks and believes to the point where it ruins her life and her career? 
and her reputation. See, that's what we're facing, folks. And I believe these people are hydrophobic. Anything that relates to a straight planet, to Brittany being married to Jason, male and female. They have two children, by the way, that they're very proud of and happy uh, with. See, but the, the hydrophobic folks are just running around all paranoid and hate-filled and violent going, you can't talk about man and woman. You can't be grateful that you're a female if you're a female. What are you thinking? How dare you, phobic, trans, what? And they go off psychotic, crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, all I'm telling you is that uh, <laughs> we need to really think about these things in a very meaningful way. All right, a couple quick things before the end of the hour that I want to get to. Hedrophobia, just so you know, is fear of a straight planet. Man, you got hedrophobia, folks. The National Press Club sends out a piece. Proof of COVID vaccine no longer needed to hold events. Now, I used to love the National Press Club in Washington, D.C. It was a place to get out the news and get out the word and tell the tale and everything else. And I've been in the National Press Club. Wow, the National Press Club, and I've spoke there. I had to play my speech for you there one of these times. Anyway, um, but then they locked down and COVID and everything else like everybody else did. You had to, you know, have proof of vaccinations before you could go to the National Press Club. Now the National Press Club says it's no longer needed for events. Good for them. But I don't know that I'd ever go to the National Press Club again unless I was invited by somebody else. I wouldn't plan an event there. And the reason I wouldn't is why on earth for the last two plus years, even though we know that you shouldn't force vaccines on people and all this kind of stuff, why do they double down on that defense for so long? They're finally coming to the table after the CDC and everybody else changes. And why didn't they stand for something? Again, the press club should stand for freedom of speech and freedom of expression and everything else. It's amazing that the representation of the freedom of speech caved. Do they have a fear of what's the fear of government reprisal? That would be common sense, probably. I, I, I don't know. What would be the fear of that? I don't know. But anyway, there you have it. New COVID boosters are rolling out, folks. The problem is they're not even tested. Think about that. And we don't know if they're emergency authorization vaccines or if they're approved by the FDA and, you know, whatever. New COVID boosters not even tested. Are you taking one of those anytime soon? I sure am, am not. They say how a major COVID relapse could soon hit the world. You know there's going to be a big old massive COVID relapse, especially if you don't back off on trying to take back your government people. You got that? I don't know if you know this, but only one in 10 adults get optimal sleep, ladies and gentlemen. And this is where I would say, look, they might have a COVID outbreak. Um, but you know what? If we get a lot of sleep, folks, it will make a huge difference in our lives. I don't know if you know, but sleep-deprived people lose a lot. They really do. So get your sleep. One of the biggest things that you do when you get uh, COVID is you need to sleep a lot. That just shows how important sleep really is. Deep State now preparing to blame Donald Trump, they say, for vax disaster. Alex Newman at The New American with his incredible podcast over there highlights this. Are they now going to blame Donald Trump for the vaccination disaster? I don't know if they will or won't, but wow, it's sure interesting. They backed the COVID issue the whole way, but tried to distance themselves from the Donald the whole way. Tried not to get him credit for anything. Anyway, 
that's interesting. Now, here's the latest last article that I want to highlight before the end of the hour. This is insanity, ladies and gentlemen. Here it is. Ready? Visectomies on the rise or vasectomies on the rise as men take control of their reproductive health care. Uh, KSL News, one of the biggest news organizations uh, in Utah, highlights this piece. Visectomies on the rise as men take control of their reproductive health. And I look at that and I go, ladies and gentlemen, what a sad, sad narrative. So they're fighting back since we got rid of the murdering of babies, Roe versus Wade. And they're going to promote abortion by medication or by pill. Chemical abortion is what it's called oftentimes, right? They're going to double down and get men snipped is the term for viasectomy. Okay, they're going to do all that they can to disrupt God's plan to bring babies to the earth. Shame on them, ladies and gentlemen. Shame on them. But that's what they're going to do. What's the fear of life? Huh? Because these phobia-driven people have a fear of new life. Now they're literally trying to have men practice birth control via getting snipped as their way to stop more babies from coming to the earth. I don't know what the term for that phobia is, but I'm telling you right now, it's alive and well in America. Anytime we want to bring new life into the world... As God intended, these people absolutely lose their minds. What would be the word if you're afraid of new life? Afraid of God's plan. The closest I've come up with is this hedrophobic uh, kind of an idea. Help me with this, ladies and gentlemen. We'll keep on this narrative as we take on the culture war like nobody's business, right? We stand for God, family, and country and the protection of life, liberty, and property. I hope you'll stand with us. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Donate liberally, spread the word, share the love. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.